Greetings. My name is Mike Bankhead. I am your host. I am a bass player and songwriter from the Gem City, Dayton, Ohio. I have a question for you. Have you ever wanted to take a Sharpie and write your name on a Nissan Altima? Well, I'm going to tell you how you can do that today on... The You Could Be My Aramis podcast. My guest is a Dayton-based artist named The Cadence. I think you'll enjoy this conversation. Welcome, The Cadence. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. I'm tired. And I always say I'm tired on these, but that's because it's true. (laughs) I feel that. How about you tell the people what it is you do? Let's say that I didn't know you or your music, and I walk up to you and I asked about what you do. How would you describe it? Um, so I would describe it as I'm a, I'm a pop, uh, R&B artist, um, and I, you know, I like to kind of make music the way I want to. So I, I don't really have necessarily a genre. That's just kind of what I tell people. Um, it's similar to. Um, but you know, I like all kinds of music, rock, pop, hip hop. Um, and I like creating, um, anything really. Um, so yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm starting a YouTube channel with my friend right now. So I'm starting to get into more film and photography as well. Um, starting to learn more of the business side of things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's exciting. I got a lot going on right now. How did you get started making music? Um, so I was, uh, 16 years old when I started making music. Um, I was in my, my senior year of high school, uh, when I was 16. So I was just about to graduate. Um, and I met my friend now who, um, I still make music with, and I'm actually about to go on this, um, trip with and start this YouTube channel with his name is uh, KP. Um, and we kind of started making music just in his in his basement um, of his mom's room in high school, uh, and then, you know, I felt I fell in love with it from the start and been doing it ever since. Full disclosure: you actually just came to the studio with me last week and sang yes. on my upcoming record, which I really appreciate and thank you for that, by the way. No problem. I I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to be on this. You know this project because it's it's a it's a really cool project so i'm glad you like it we will tell people about it later but the point of me bringing that up was that i have been now i'd heard you sing before because i seen you do shows but it's different watching somebody in the in the vocal booth and you can really sing how did you learn to do that um well i first of all i appreciate it um i really i've always loved you know, singing since I was, since I was little, I really, I wrote like little poems and stuff, um, growing up, but nothing really too serious. Um, but I kind of just taught myself how to sing. No one in my family can really sing. My grandma does a little bit. So I guess I I guess I can get it from her, but you know, I've just kind of done my thing. I really want to do get vocal lessons because I think that I could improve a lot more as well. 
because I've never had a vocal lesson or anything. So, you know, I think that would help tremendously. I think it's crazy that after what I saw you do, knowing that you have never had any instruction, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like really impressed. Thank wow. You. Like I'm just imagining like once you actually are trained by a professional to know what you're doing, I don't even know, like sky's the limit for you. Um, I'm wow. <laughs> like, I'm stunned. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping to the, to, to start vocal lessons, you know, soon and get that, get that sorted out. Cause I mean, I know I can sing, but I know there's stuff that I don't know. You know what I mean? That I would I would love to learn about. So, and that's a good like honestly, as musicians, there's always something we can learn, right? And I think the right. second you stop trying to learn is when you know that's, that's bad. We should always try to be be better at our craft. Of course, of course. Yeah, and I I you know I'm a very fast learner I always have been so you know growing up listening to you know my dad listened to rock like alternative rock kind of my mom was more R&B um, gospel some hip-hop here and there but so I really kind of got a full range of, of music growing up that I like to try to incorporate in everything that's why I don't like to be labeled as one genre because I love so many, you know, different genres of music and I feel like I can do a lot, you know, pretty well. So it's tough. And I'm sure you've noticed yeah. that in the business, in the business side, they love labeling things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. Sometimes, sometimes you just write, well, if you write a good enough song, you can express it in any number of genres and the song will still work if the song's good enough. Right. Exactly. So let's yeah. say that you're sitting down and you're going to write a new the cadence song. What tool do you reach for first? Um, it just depends, really. So when I most of the time when I write, um, I can't play any instruments as well. That's another thing that I'm I'm starting to learn now. I'm starting to pick up guitar, which would really help me, I think, with my songwriting. But for now, I either I have my producer that, you know, we'll sit down and make something, make a beat. And then I usually write to a beat and then or or an instrumental. Um, but it really it really all, all depends. Um, sometimes I'll get beats sent to me that I have, you know, sort through and kind of figure out. I would really love to make music with a band um, sometime. That's that's one of my goals as well. I just haven't found the right people to do it with yet. But, uh, yeah, I would say the first thing I sit down and just pick up my phone. I, I write my my lyrics on my phone um, and then, you know, just toy with different melodies. That's really what it is first, humming a melody and kind of getting the flow of the song, the emotion of certain words pop into my head, certain feelings. And then, you know, start experimenting and writing things down and seeing what, what works and what doesn't. How do you know when the song's done? For me, it's, I have to hear it. So I can't just write it, you know, sing it to myself. I have to lay it down first. Um, if I have, you know, all the lyrics done, that doesn't necessarily mean the song's done. You know, there I could, you know, not like a certain way I said, th said something. Um, and when I hear it over the recording or um, not like a certain phrase and have to change stuff out. So. 
you know, for me, it's all about just feeling, you know, when I feel if something feels, um, the word I always say is if, if it feels, um, like easy, if it's, if it's easy, it's light, then, you know, then that's what I'm kind of going for. If it, if it doesn't feel like I'm struggling to produce something, if it's just kind of just coming and it feels light and it feels good, then, you know, the finished product usually turns out the same way. That's a good description. I, I think the first work I heard that you do uh, was when you uh, featured on Tino's record a couple of years ago. Yes. And I saw you play uh, the Battle of the Bands here in Dayton just a few months ago. Can you talk about that experience? That's kind of a, I mean, it's a competition, but not really. I mean, you want right. to win, but you're like, you're not, nobody's jerks about trying to win is what I'm trying right. to say. Yeah. So, so yeah, the thing with, with Tino, um, we actually recorded at the same place at, at Dreamcatchers. Like I was saying before, that was the first time I had ever been there was when Tino, you know, came brought me down to to record that song so that was a a pretty cool um um reunion i guess with that studio was being able to work on on your stuff too there but uh yeah so the battle of the bands is you know i love the idea um and the people that put it together you know libby and sound valley and the bright side they you know they do a great job promoting and um and it's really like you said it's not it's a competition, but it's not. So, you know, everyone's really friendly, you know, everyone is talking to each other and, and, um, and, and is able to, you know, kind of network and, and meet new people. And that's really, I think what it's about is finding the new artists around town that might not be able to get as much exposure and putting them all in one place and seeing what happens. So I, I think it's a great idea. And I, I had a lot of fun per- performing there. And, I, you know, I didn't win. But like you said, it's not all about winning. I met I met some great people, um, uh, some people that I think I might do some some songs with in the future. So, you know, there's always there's always good stuff that comes out of that. So from just someone sitting in the audience, it was uh, I really enjoyed that night. I keep wanting to go see more hip hop or R&B shows. And I don't know if there's not that many of them or if they're just not all that well promoted. Maybe I'm in the wrong demographic on social media to get targeted with the ads. Right. I don't hear about enough of them. And so like when it was hip hop slash R and B night at at the Battle of the Bands, I was, oh I gotta go to that. Like this I mean this is I'm looking for an opportunity to see more of these artists and Everyone was really good, and as you mentioned, the crowd was... It was a really good crowd. It filled up that little yeah. room. The audience was supportive. Uh, like, everybody listened to each artist. Uh, everybody yep. warmly applauded each artist. It didn't seem it didn't seem fake. It's like, it made me like, yeah, I like our town. We can support right. music of all kinds here. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's something that, that's awesome about Dayton is that, you know, the music scene is it's starting to grow, but it's not, it's not where I think it, it should be. Um, or I think, I think that we can expand on it more here for sure. Um, Cause you're right. There's not, I don't know if it's the promoting or the marketing or what for these hip hop shows, but you just don't see, you just don't see the, you know, the ads for them for some reason around here, which is it's, it's weird, but 
It is. I feel like more people would get to those shows if we knew they were happening. They've got to be happening. There's too many people here that that do the music for there not to be shows. Yeah. Yeah, and I know I know plenty of good um, hip hop artists around here. So I don't know if they're just not doing shows or if it's just on a smaller scale um, or what. But you know, I think if we got the hip hop and R and B scene popping in Dayton, you know, I think that could be huge. I agree. On your set at Battle of the Bands, you played something that wasn't out yet, but it is out now, and it is a song called Walk with the Devil. That was Walk With The Devil, which is a really catchy melody that 
will be stuck in your head for a week. So sorry, folks, <laughs> for doing that to you. But tell me about that song, Cadence, about how you how it came together when you were writing it, and what would you like listeners to take away from that song? Right. So this song, this song actually means, you know, it came from a very a very hard time in my in my life. Um, just a couple years ago, um, I had a really bad breakup with my girlfriend. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I, I messed up. Um, and I was, was unfaithful. Um, and I, I regret everything. And I was, I was torn up about myself and for her and, you know, and she was upset obviously. And it was, it was just a really bad, bad situation, hard time, hard time for me. Um, and this was the first song that I wrote after, after doing that. It was a couple months, it was a couple months after um, we had broken up and I hadn't been able to write any music. I just wasn't in a great headspace. Um, and then, you know, I was really searching for the right way to kind of put my, what I was feeling into a song and and you know this is what came came out of it walk with the devil um which doesn't mean literally walk with the devil the the song you know obviously the hook is i took a walk with the devil you know and that's just a metaphor for you know i up. oh can i cuss on this i'm sorry you can i'll edit it out because it's a peachy okay. podcast but yeah say what you want <laughs> sorry um so yeah the phrase i took a walk with the devil um is basically implying, um, you know, how I messed up and how I think everyone has points in their life where they did something that they either regret or they're not proud of, or they're not happy about. Um, and you know, the song is just really going kind of into what I was feeling about that situation. Um, the, the line, uh, I went on a date with the devil today and she was in a red dress, like the blood of my hands. And that's just saying, you know, the devil can, cause I, I do believe in God and the devil. Um, and the devil, you know, dresses things up as all pretty and nice. And then, you know, one second you're thinking this is what you want. And then the next second, you know, you're devastated and you got, blood on your hands you know you really messed up and that's really what I was trying to capture in that moment was just how defeated I was that I could stoop so low in that moment so that's basically what the song really represents from a songwriting standpoint right they tell us show don't tell and that I was actually going to talk about that specific lyric because that imagery like we all know that color you can't be a human being and not know that color so right that imagery is so is bright and it's real and i, I think it really drives like that's like right at the beginning of the song too so that really kind of sets the tone for for what's coming right now now that folks know a little bit about your background let's talk about the new project with asm what is asm stand yes for? sir uh, okay, so ASM stands for um, Antisocial Misfits, and that's basically a name that that me and my partner decided on. He he came up with it, and we agreed that that was you know 
that was a good name is you know because we're you know anti-social kind of i like to keep to myself in my circle for the most part um and he's also the same way um and we feel like you know we're representing the misfits um of society people that feel like they don't fit in or feel like you know people aren't rocking with whatever they're doing you know we're the we're the misfits that that did it and so that's what we we want to portray there's a couple of things coming up that you have going on first you have a show coming up on wednesday june 15th now we're, we're talking on june 1st but dear podcast listener if I did not mess this up, you should be listening to this podcast on Friday, June 10th. So <laughs> in five days, uh, there is a show at Brightside. So the Cadence, would you like to talk about that show? And and uh, we'll try to get the folks to come see it. Yeah. So, so yeah, this show, um, it's called Misfits on Mars is the, the name we decided on. Um, because, you know, it's really an event to kind of, send us off um because we're going on this trip to to la um we're hitting phoenix um las vegas la a couple different spots on the way um and we're going to be living out of our car um basically until we hit a million subscribers on on youtube so that's really what the event is kind of for and promoting and there's going to be you know live music live performances for me uh, my friend KP and uh, this other amazing artist, his name's Topher. And yeah, it's going to be the three of us. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have uh, a free drink uh, with the purchase of a ticket. And also you can get placed into the raffle uh, to win, to win a gift card. So yeah, it's just going to be a fun night, um, live music. And also if you subscribe and you come out, you can uh, sign your name on my car. <laughs> is is the is the kicker so you know if that's something you you'd be interested in i'd love to see everyone out there <laughs> there is a lot to unpack here so first i'll start with again misfits on mars the show is june 15th at Brightside in dayton 35 6 to 9 p.m 35 dollars the ticket and i'll put a link to the ticket buying page in the show notes so you won't have to look for it dear listener go to the show notes click the link uh, to buy a ticket that would be awesome. You, you and KP are going to be living out of a Nissan Altima. Those are not that big. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. You're going to sleep in the car. I mean, you're not going to take everything you own with you because there's not enough room. But I'm assuming you're going to take enough clothing and supplies that you will neither starve nor die of. Well, yes, you won't freeze to death because it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's the benefit of going out west. That's summer. But, you know, at some point, you're going to have to find a shower because those don't fit in the car. And you're going to have to eat and you're going to have to, you know, go to the restroom. Do you have all that planned out or are you just going to kind of go with the flow? Yeah, so we actually do have that planned out. So for for food, we're going to buy a, uh, a a dual electric stove um, that you can just plug in. Um, we're going to have a mini generator with us. Um, that we'll be able to charge and plug up wherever. Mostly, we're probably going to be eating like ramen, pasta, stuff that's easy to make on a little stove. And that also saves money, so we're not eating out every day. And then for showers and stuff, we got 
Planet Fitness memberships, and there's Planet Fitnesses all over the country. There's, nice. There's a lot of locations, and they're 24 hours. So, you know, we can go in, get a workout in every day, use the showers, uh, brush our teeth, you know, change all that in the locker room. And that's how we kind of planned on keeping it moving and uh, and able to stay clean. <laughs> And obviously in this trip, hopefully you'll meet a lot of interesting people and talk to them and maybe make videos with them. Oh, yeah. So folks listening, if you live in California, New Mexico, Arizona, or points in between, or if you know people that live in Los Angeles, Southern California, New Mexico, Arizona, points in between, reach out to the Cadence or his partner, KP, Antisocial Misfits on YouTube. Follow them on YouTube. Reach out to them. Introduce them to someone you know or yourself. They're they're harmless and well, yeah, they're they're harmless. They're very nice young gentlemen. They're driving around in a Nissan Altima. They would probably love to meet you. If you feed them, they'll probably like you even more. Of course. <laughs> Depends on what it is. Uh, you should beggars can't be choosers, Caden. So uh, you should be open minded right. to a to an extent. <laughs> but at the very least, it's a like as an old person I can't imagine doing this. It sounds awesome but scary. Uh, so, <laughs> very scary. Yes. So folks, follow the project if you are in the way of their path. Make an effort to 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 meet them. I'm sure that they would appreciate it. Yeah, come sign my car. <laughs> yeah, I have actually signed your car right there on the back by the by the Nissan logo, and I stuck a sticker on there. So, oh yeah, yeah. Follow them on YouTube, and if you are around their car, they will hand you a sharpie, and you can write your name on it. Uh, if you are not in person, they'll write your name for you. But it's it's more fun to do it yourself, right? Yes, yeah, it is. It is. Dayton folks, Wednesday, June fifteenth at the Bright Side. Stop by and see them. Tell them goodbye. Sign their, sign their car. People elsewhere, if you can interact with their path, if you can cross their path, or if you can send someone into their path, I encourage you to do that. This is a pretty cool artistic project. And I got to ask, where did the idea come from? Um, we had been wanting to do, um, start a YouTube channel for a while. Um, and we were just thinking of the best way to do it. Um, you know, because we both have have full time jobs and, you know, doing music and our jobs and YouTube is just it, it was kind of a lot to manage. Um, and, you know, we we just came up with the idea one day. I was just like, you know, what if we just got in our car and just left and uh, <laughs> and just packed up everything and made music? out of our car, uh, film videos on the road. And, you know, it was an interactive experience. You know, all the pieces just kind of clicked as we were coming up with the idea. And, you know, we came up with a budget. We came up with some ideas to do, some video ideas to do on the way. Yeah, it just kind of fell into place after that. And, yeah, we and we're starting a, a new channel or a new uh, series called A Day in the Life, where we um, follow around people that are doing cool, interesting, maybe unique jobs, like artists, producers, uh, fashion designers, um, outside of the nine to five, and just follow them around and kind of see what it's like to 
to be in that position, you know? And so I think we're going to do that along the way. And I think that's going to be, going to be pretty cool. We've already started editing one video we did here. So, you know, hopefully that turns out well and y'all will get a, a glimpse of what we're going to be doing on the road. So I'm excited. That's awesome. You're going to meet some interesting people and something that I've learned, I've only been doing this podcast for a few months, but something that I've learned is if you just let people talk about things they're into, most people are pretty interesting if you give them a chance to be, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I, that's why I love just having a one-on-one with people, you know, and getting to know, getting to pick their mind on what it is they, you know, are passionate about and what it is they like to do and how they do it. You know, I think I've always loved, that's why I love podcasts and uh, interviews and, uh, you know, cause I mean, everyone's different. Everyone has unique things about how they do something, why they do something. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's pretty cool. I only have one more question and I stole it from the defunct gem city podcast and Izzy rock Martin. So credit were due. What did your childhood smell like? <laughs> what did my childhood smell like? Um, that's an interesting question. I would say, uh, hmm. I would say lavender. <laughs> Lavender's a big one. Lavender and uh, and ramen noodles. <laughs> my mom really loved really loved lavender scented things. So she she would always get lavender candles, um, and like lavender spray, lavender Febreze, you know, everything just smelled like lavender all the time. Um, and, you know, ramen, because, you know, we weren't, we weren't the most well off. Uh, so we, we ate ramen a lot and pasta, <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't mind that. I just, you know, I love it. <laughs> Those things are delicious when done right. They are. They are. All right. So before we let you go, tell the folks where they could find you, everywhere they can find you online. And I'll link to these in the show notes, but I'd like you to explain it. Um, so, yeah, you can find me on on Facebook. Uh, my, I, my name is Camden Webb on Facebook, Camden with a K. Uh, on Instagram, it's The Cadence. Um, and also you can follow. Oh, it's The Cadence with a K as well. Um and then you can also follow our anti-social misfits page. It's at A S M I S F I T S. A S Misfits is really what it is. Um, so you can follow that and keep up with you know what we're doing and what we're going to be doing on the road. And yeah, that's that's where you can find me. DM me, email me, uh, whatever ideas or collaborations. I'm open for whatever. So. You know, or if you just want to say hi, I'll I'll talk to you. <laughs> Nothing wrong with hi. I totally thought of another question, and this just popped in my head. Uh, you changed artist names. It used to be Cam, and now it's the Cadence. Is there a particular reason that drove you to change artist names? Um, yeah. So I was gonna go with Cam, uh, but it it was very drowned out in the searches uh, ah. of Spotify and instagram there's a lot of people named cam <laughs> so i had to think of a way 
to make it easier for people to find me. And I spent probably about a month brainstorming ideas of what it could be. Um, and I finally came on to the, it was originally just going to be cadence with a K, uh, but I decided to add the V in front of it. Cause I thought it had added more of a dramatic effect to, to the name, which I really liked. That's good. Got to get that trademarked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thanks for your time today, folks. Go follow the cadence at all the places and, and click the show notes. And again, if you're in Dayton, stop by Brightside on Wednesday, June 15th, $35 and support the cadence and KP before they hit the road. Uh, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you doing this and, uh, you know, being able to talk to you. It's been great. Dear listener, the first of the Day in the Life videos is now up on the Anti-Social Misfits YouTube page. Why not head over there and check it out? Thanks again to The Cadence for being here on this podcast. Thank you, dear listener, for listening to this podcast. Hey, why not like, subscribe, you know, that kind of thing, wherever you listen to podcasts.